Where do we even start? A conversation about fashion, starting a career, and being a 20-something with hosts Alex, Chloe, and Erica. episode we're going to talk about all our favorite things to hype up some of the brands that we love and so that you guys can get to know us a little better it's this or that so for this episode's this or that it is sweatpants or leggings <gasps> oh okay. have i stumped I'll- you guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> I didn't think I would. No, I think you've definitely stumped me. Okay. Should I so answer? So I go first. Okay, so I'm saying sweatpants because they're more comfortable and I can wear them at home for long periods of time and they stay up better. Yeah, I was gonna... Hmm. I think sweatpants too because they are more versatile and... Agreed. Wear them at home. Wear them to work out. Um, Wear them to work out? I mean, oh, I don't know. I'm torn. (laughs) I I think I'm going to go with leggings just because you can layer them. They're, like, super comfortable. You can do all different types of things in them. You can dress them down. You can make them look a little bit nicer. Yeah, it depends on the legging. You're kind of making me think, like, maybe I like leggings more, but I have honestly only been wearing sweatpants in my house, so I can't really. We're in the sweatpants mind right now, but if we go back to, like, the regular world, it'll definitely be Regular world, I would probably say leggings, but I think since we're in social isolation, I'm a sweatpants lover right now. Okay, so first favorite thing category is going to be favorite hobbies. So for me, growing up and all through high school and still now, I have uh, a really soft spot and a love in my heart for um, live theater and musical theater. And so that's something that I always really enjoy watching and being a part of. And that also leads me into, like, my love of fashion history and all the different realms of that. Okay, so I'm going to sound like a bad friend, but I don't remember which plays and musicals you starred in. Off the top <laughs> of my head, can't think of them, so can you name some of them for us? Um, so I was the I was the fairy godmother in Cinderella. Um, <laughs> I was the... Um, I played a character called Lonnie Barnett in um, Rock of Ages. Um, and then I was the sugar bowl in Beauty and the Beast. There's a sugar bowl? Well, we made one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a better answer than I could have like ever asked for. <laughs> okay, Alex, your favorite... <laughs> okay, um... Alex, your favorite hobbies... Okay. Short and sweet sewing has always been a hobby, but maybe one that's a bit more interesting is 
painting, which I've gotten more into over the years. I used it a lot for making my portfolio for design school. And then I got super into it again this year when we learned how to make prints for textiles. I'm super into being able to transfer something that I've painted by hand and turn it into a print. I like how it looks more organic and neat. Yeah, painting. What is your favorite type of painting, Alex? Do you have a favorite medium? Ooh, do I? Um, watercolor always has my heart, but just last week I learned how to do silk painting, which I really liked, and I always fall back on gouache, but watercolor I find the easiest to work with. If you didn't know, Alex is a watercolor connoisseur, so. Um, Self-proclaimed. Okay. Self-proclaimed connoisseur. Okay, so for me, my favorite hobby very recently would be tapestry weaving. I don't know. I just really like working with fibers at a different stage. So being able to like weave the yarn back and forth and like create a textile, I think is really cool. What kind of materials do you use for tapestry weaving? Um, so I mostly use ends of yarn from all of my mom's like knitting projects. So just like, like either like really thick yarn, some of them are almost just like wool at the fiber stage itself. And then I use hemp to make the, um, like hemp cord to make the, what are they? The warps or the wefts, I can't remember right now, <laughs> to make the warps <laughs> to weave the yarn through. Um, yeah, but mostly just yarn. And that's something that somebody could maybe do at home right now? Oh, yeah. You can, house. Yeah, for sure. You can basically do it with like anything that's a string like texture, anything like yarn basically works. So you don't even, you don't even need to go buy anything really. You can just use scraps of everything. Yeah, it's super resourceful. I've even seen people do it with plastic bags and stuff like that to make them... Um, like camping mats. Moving on, we're going to talk about let's go favorite beauty products. Well, I can take the first one on this one. Okay. My beauty product is the Kate Somerville um, setting spray, and it has an SPF 60 in it. And I am notorious for getting to put sunscreen on underneath my makeup. So you're able to just put on a full face of makeup and set your um, foundation and everything while applying sunscreen. So it's like a perfect two-in-one for everyone else who's forgetful out there like me. Everyone needs to wear sunscreen. Yes. Yeah. I know that for me, when I use like moisturizer and stuff, it has like 15 SPF. But I think it's cool that you can get things with like higher SPFs because I've never actually seen that before. Yeah, it's really awesome. Definitely something to think that people need because like even with me wearing 15 SPF in the moisturizer I'll still get burnt so yeah and it's so important because you can get burnt through so many things that you don't realize through car windows and all different types of things honestly the she, days she that I burn <laughs> yeah it's going definitely knows. the days that I get burnt the most are honestly the days that it's cloudy out and I'm like I don't need sunscreen today it's wild out there. Make sure you use SPF, guys. This is yep. your son, your son warning from a fellow redhead. 
Okay. So, Alex, what is your favorite beauty product? I'm stumped. Um, I'm going to share a classic, which is my Rosebud Self. And you'll never see me without it. It's a little pot of, it's like Vaseline, but kind of like rose-scented and cute. And you can just use it for everything. I have super dry skin, so I'm always putting it on my lips, on my cuticles. It's really cute to put it like on your eyelids and stuff like that. That is, yeah, for like a glossy eyelid look. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Multi-purpose. Lasts forever, I have to say. I have oh one and I've God. had it since yeah. like the 10th grade and it's still going. Like it never yeah. ends. You know what's mm-hmm. also comparable to this? I've got to say glycemide <laughs> is really comparable. <laughs> what is glycemide? Why do we love her? Basically just love it. I have it everywhere in my house. I don't really know why we have so much of it, but I think it's great. Very subtle scent. We love glycemide, but that's actually not my favorite product that I'm going to talk about today. I'm actually <laughs> wanting to talk about <laughs> Like we love glycemide, but it's not the number one. My number one is a Lush Shampoo Bar. Mm, I think it kind of speaks for itself. Um, one, I use way less shampoo than I would normally use out of a bottle. So I'll buy like one shampoo bar and it can last me like three to six months, like depending on how long my hair is at the time. And it's really great. I've had one for a year. Yeah, like literally it lasts so long and it's great because it comes with literally no packaging. So you just get the bar. And then you can buy a tin to put it in, but you don't even need that. So it's just no packaging and it's all natural products. So nothing really terrible is going in your hair, which is awesome. And it just works so great. They're really good to travel with too. That's when I started using them when mm-hmm. I was traveling after high school. And they're really nice to put in your bag because you're not worried about spilling a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I have to agree with that. And then also you don't have to worry about like having too many liquids in your carry-on or every- anything traveling. And do they, like, do you use um, a Lush product for conditioner as well? Or do you just use the shampoo bar? I use the shampoo bar that is, like, the giant, like, it's done like they do their soap where they have to cut it into pieces for you. And it basically has chunks of coconut oil in it. So then it moisturizes your hair while you shampoo. So I don't actually use conditioner at all because the shampoo moisturizes with the coconut oil so it's honestly this one's kind of like a two-in-one I don't know what it's called because it's really hard to pronounce but it's the only one that's the big soap that they have to cut for shampoo Mm -hmm. we will we will look it up and put it in the show notes in case you're interested Lush is also Vancouver made they basically make all of their products in the city or in the country it takes out a lot of the the middleman of manufacturing shipping and distribution so next thing we're going to talk about favorite bands and artists. So my all-time favorites that I always go back to, my music taste is always changing and I'm always making new playlists, but I always fall back on Blood Orange and Frank Ocean. They both mm. have a super similar sound and are pretty well known, but really, really good vocal artists. Yeah, I have to yeah. agree. Also love Frank Ocean. Okay, Chloe, mm-hmm. do you have a favorite band you want to tell us about? Can you come back to me? 
<laughs> yeah, of course, I can come back to you. She's going to get some more thinking time. Okay, so my all-time favorite band is the 1975. So mm. they were kind of like my like my favorite band when I was in high school. And it's just kind of stuck with me where it's like, this is the music that I identify with. It makes it the music so much more important to you. Found their music. And it kind of like spoke to me and it was a different sound than what I was used to listening to and kind of a little bit less mainstream. So I thought I was super, yeah, I thought I was super cool. <laughs> yeah. How many of their concerts have you gone to see? Okay, so I've seen them in concert three times. So every time they come to Vancouver, me and my friend go see them. Um, and it's like a ritual. They didn't come to Vancouver on their last concert. Quite disappointed, but I'm ready to see them again. Chloe, you know, you have to tell us about your favorite band since we've given you some time to think. Okay, so I, I'm i just going to straight out admit it. I... I'm kind of one of those people that just listens to the radio and whatever plays. I'm like, oh, that's a really cool song. But a favorite currently. <laughs> um, I play a lot of CDs in my car. And my all-time favorite CD that has been in my car for a couple months now is the Jonas Brothers. I'm just saying that. Honestly, we can't even lie that all three of us love it because every time that we, like, any of us are in Chloe's car, that's the CD that we listen to. And I went to go see their, um... You saw them! Oh yeah, you saw them in concert! Yeah, I saw them in November with a good friend. She bought me tickets for my birthday and they were so good. And they sang all the old songs too. Oh, guilty pleasure for sure. Okay, so do you want to tell us a bit more about some of the other CDs in your collection? Yeah, we're CD <laughs> collectors. Jesse McCartney. Oh, yes. Jesse McCartney, Destiny's Child, Mariah Carey. We have Breakaway by, um, by Kelly Clark. Yeah, and there's a couple other ones. And I know that Alex also has a CD collection, so you want to tell us about that? My favorite CD I have is a Strokes CD, but I also have um, Lord Pure Heroin. I have Sam Smith in the Lonely Hour. I have a couple Justin Timberlake CDs. I have a Black Eyed Peas CD. Okay, so let's move on to favorite brands, like clothing brands. We're in Toronto. We're talking about a Toronto-based brand called Cotton, which... I really like mostly because of their textiles and the way they treat their supply chain and show their supply chain to their customers. It's unlike what a lot of other brands do, where they focus a lot on their fibers and the people who have their hands on their product from fiber on where they're growing the cotton on the farm until the garments are being sold in store. And I am eyeing up the whole collection right now. They have the best fitting t-shirts, sweatshirts, trousers, and their color palette is immaculate. So do you think that other brands should start to be more transparent like cotton is being? That's a whole topic in itself. Um, it would be amazing if every brand did it, but I think why cotton kind of stands alone in the way that they work is because they've always been like that. 
they started in 2014 with the right intentions, which is really neat. Um, I think other brands could follow in their footsteps, though, but it's a lot of working backwards. So for my favorite brand, I'm going to be talking about Revel Girl. It is a Vancouver-based company that makes leak-proof underwear. So they basically make this underwear so you can replace using single-use products for your period, which I think is awesome. And another, yeah, an investment piece. And it's also super comfortable. Like, you can't tell... Like, it doesn't feel like you're wearing a pad or anything like that. Like, super comfortable, can definitely wear it all day. And they're also size inclusive, so they go from double extra small to 5XL. And if they didn't have your size, which I'm, like, they have such a wide size range, but they also do custom sizing sometimes, which I think is really awesome because it shows that their brand is really just, like, out there to support everyone and not just there to support like one specific look of person which I find like a lot of other brands do they're very focused on like one size range they're I don't think you mentioned they're also really cute I really like the designs they do and the fabrics and trims they use are also designed not only to look good but also very mindfully for fit and function and different absorbency too right yeah They also have bras that have um, different levels of um, absorbency as well for like nursing mothers and... Yes, they make leak-proof bras. (laughs) All of their bras right now are made to order. So it's a really good way of keeping track of the supply and demand. So they only ever make enough for what the demand is. So there's never overstock. Do you say made in Vancouver? I don't know if I said made in Vancouver, but yeah, Revel Girl is made in Vancouver. Speaking of other Vancouver-based companies, Chloe, you want to tell us what your favorite thing is? (laughs) Okay. My favorite store, I think, of all time, which is, ladies and gentlemen, Smash and Tess. So, Smash and Tess is a comfort and loungewear company based in Vancouver, and their claim to fame is rompers and let me tell you they are so comfortable they look great on all body types and they fit fantastic I I'm speechless I have so much to say but words just can't describe how much I love their rompers (laughs) Chloe, do you want to tell us just by, like, numbers of rompers how much you love fashion tests? Okay, um, so they do more than just rompers, but I think I have a romper at least for each day of the week. So I have at least seven rompers. A smash and test (laughs) stand right here. They're, they're also size inclusive. Yeah, I was actually going to mention that. Yes, they are. They go from, I believe it's double extra small yeah. to a yeah. double extra large, which is fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah, especially for a small company. Yes, definitely. And they do a really cool thing on their website. They have models who fit every single size come in and try on 
the try on the samples and they take photos so if you're ever wondering what it might look like on a body type similar to yours you can go through the visual style guide and see what it looks like on different sizes and they'll tell you what like height they are and what size they normally wear and everything so it's so cool (laughs) it's so helpful because they're a they only are sold online, right? Uh, they are sold in um, Stockus. Yeah, they do have stuff. And they sell through oh, Indigo as well. One thing that I was going to add earlier, but just kind of like slipped out into the conversation, was that I find that a lot of smaller brands are actually really good about being size inclusive. And they really make it their mission so that everyone can be a part of their brand. And it's something that a lot of like bigger, more corporate brands like definitely don't try to do they really do stick to their like target size so smaller brands are definitely doing it good and they're making everything size inclusive which is amazing okay so next topic is favorite netflix show (laughs) oh you're gonna make me choose just one i guess you can say like one or two but like try to narrow it down okay can i go yes (laughs) okay so my, I have two that I'm going to put out here. So my first one is the um the show You. Oh, I, oh. all I, our friends at school are obsessed with it. I forgot about that. I love it. Completely forgot too. It is such a good show. Keeps you on your toes. It's kind of a thriller. Um. It's also an ode to Gossip Girl, if you grew up watching that. I don't know if it's meant to be, but it feels very Gossip Girly. Yeah. Definitely. And the first season is based in New York, so it really does give you those kind of vibes. Okay. And then quickly, my second one is I'm a Gilmore Girls fan through and through. Aww. Whether that's the original series or the year in a life, I love it all. I love it all. Okay. <laughs> I have a show. I don't know if you guys have seen Black Mirror. Oh, I've watched a couple of episodes. Definitely a warning on that one. But uh, overview of how Black Mirror works is every... I don't know how many seasons they have now, but I think the first two were the best. But every episode is kind of a different set of actors and a completely different story of different scenarios of where the future could go. I think one of their most popular episodes is one where the whole society is based off of a rating system any interaction you have with someone you kind of walk away and put your rating in them into your phone and that determines what jobs they can have who they can be friends with what parties they're invited to where they can live your whole life is determined by your rating that shows up when everyone interacts with you but every uh, every episode is so mind-boggling and scary because it could be so realistic, but it's so far out. Such a good show. Okay, so I'm basically into any kind of true crime show. So it's really hard to pick, like, my favorite show because Netflix has done so many, like, documentaries and so many just, like, true crime shows based off real stories and real events. So my favorite one right now is Mindhunter. They go through, like, the psychology of all of these serial killers And they just kind of 
think about like what these people were doing and why and like at the time it was super controversial because people like didn't think there was psychology to it and there was so many people that had like old school thinking about like why people were doing this and also serial killers were like a totally new phenomenon at the time like some people didn't even know that serial killers existed like it was totally new so yeah it's kind of crazy definitely recommend they basically go through like this and the real psychology of the serial killers like the real psychology of charles manson and what they discovered and a couple of other ones i can't think of them off the top of my head but very cool so what the show is, is that they use the stories of real life um, criminals and murderers um, to back up the um, characters in the show. I feel like everyone's watched this, but I'm going to throw it out there because I want to now. Ted Bundy tapes. Like, oof. Literally. And have you seen the movie too? Shockingly. Oh, yeah. With I've seen the movie, but I haven't seen the tapes because I... I'm a little afraid. Okay, yeah. I find that the tapes are, like, a little bit scary because some of the, like, they have the one survivor, they have her on the tapes. So her saying the stuff was freaky because it's, like, this is someone that, like, saw Ted Bundy and, like, escaped, but... When you, yeah, when you let yourself realize that it's real and not just another Netflix show, that's what makes yeah. it scary, I think. Hmm. Yeah, but Ted Bundy tapes definitely would recommend. Now, we're going to go to the next topic, which is your favorite getaway or holiday destination. Damn, I've been there a good amount of times now. And I every time I go, I just leave with a clear head. It's such a peaceful, relaxing place. I, um, last time I was there, we rented bikes and just biked around. To all the waterfalls and creeks and lakes and went to hikes. Mountain coffee tastes so much better than any other coffee for some reason. And Mountain coffee. Yeah, like there's something about like the elevation that changes the way coffee tastes. There's a science <laughs> behind it that we don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but I cafe hop there just such a nice place and everyone there is so nice that was one place that's the one place i've ever been to where you can walk down the street and everyone will like say hi and wave to you such an interesting dynamic when you're used to being in the city Mm -hmm. yeah that's my um relaxing destination i spent eight days in new york for my um graduation present from my mom and New York will always have my heart. <laughs> I love it so much. The everything there to experience, all the cultures and all of the significant landmarks, there's never nothing to do. City that never sleeps. And I also think that for Chloe, the Broadway, that's a big thing for Chloe there too. Not the Broadway, Broadway, you know what I mean. Sorry. Did you not go to a show every single night you were there? Yeah, didn't you? Whoa, Alex just outed me. Yeah. Um, so, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I am a huge 
theater buff. I absolutely love it. And so we went to New York with the intention of only seeing three shows. And we ended up seeing six or seven of them. So one every night we were there. Literally crazy. (laughs) (laughs) What the? Yes. Okay. But we didn't get tickets to Hamilton. So that's still on the bucket list. Yeah. Okay, so like earlier, I was definitely thinking tropical. That's where my mind was at. I do love a tropical getaway, sitting on the beach, being in the ocean. Because the ocean is like really comforting for me because you can literally just float in it. Like I can float as a starfish in the ocean for like four hours and not be bored. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up a little, and we're not gonna talk about a tropical destination. We're gonna go Italy. That is my like ideal getaway right now. I want to go to Italy. I want to eat some gnocchi. I want to eat some pizza. I want to go to like I don't know. Where would be the one city that you would want to like go and spend a bunch of time in Italy? Okay, so not like Venice Island, the Venice Island, like the main one, but one of the islands, because it's just like a completely different atmosphere than the other places in Italy that I've been, because I've been to Rome, and it was kind of just like a lot of people trying to pickpocket you, I'm not going to (laughs) lie, and just like a very big like touristy place, and I kind of want to get more into like the heart of Italy. And I definitely liked the islands because there was just, like, a very, like, artisan style, like, like an artisan lifestyle where people, like, oh, what is it called? There's one island in, like, near Venice, because Venice is actually, like, a bunch of islands, not just one, where they make glass, and that's the island that I'd want to go to because it's just a very, like, art-centered and artisan-centered environment. A little bit if more slow pace. As I'm editing this, if I can find a the um name of it, I will um place it right here. So Chloe in editing, if you know, place it right here. Murano, one of the Venice Islands, located 1.5 kilometers north of Venice and measures about 1.5 kilometers across, with a population of just over 5,000. This Venetian island is known for its glass making. But yeah, I would definitely go there. There's just something about like being secluded from the rest of the world and being able to eat good pizza and pasta all the time that I love. <laughs> something about it. Other funny thing that I'm going to ask and you guys probably won't have an answer to, but favorite Webkin's game. Oh my god. Erica, you need help. Okay, well, <laughs> I will tell you my favorite Webkin's game then. My favorite Webkin's game. <laughs> It's serious. Okay, my favorite Webkin's game is a tie right now between Cash Cow 2 and Tile Tower. Um, so yeah. Um, definitely tune in next week for Erica's intervention. No, <laughs> it's, it's not a problem. I only play for like 30 minutes a day. I may just cut this entire portion. Why? I'm trying to ask you guys an actual question. Like, this is our favorite things that I'm asking you your favorite Webkin's game. Okay, and do you have a do you have a final question for us, Erica? Your favorite fiber. Yes. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> we're, we're talking textiles, by the way. Um, For me, if I'm looking at just, like, wearing it and as a consumer, I really love, um, like, the cool texture of, like, a viscose or a um, lyocell. And I also really love the, like, drape of a bamboo fabric. Mm-hmm. My favorite fiber is cupro, which is a regenerated cotton cellulose, which comes in a lot of forms. Um, I have a satin dress made out, out of, made out of it. I have activewear made out of it. And it has that, like, sandy, but smooth texture to it. It's such a nice fabric, and it is maybe sustainable, depending how you look at it. Everything is okay, maybe so- sustainable, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bouncing off of Alex's, my favorite is cotton, just because it's super versatile, and it can be, like, anything. Yeah, I don't really have a reason why I love cotton. I just do. Most of my favorite clothes are cotton. Not the brand, the fiber. Let's be clear. (laughs) Maybe in a later episode we can go into talking about organic versus non-organics and that type of thing. But yeah. But that's a whole different conversation. Oh, wait. Also, reason why I love cotton. I'm a very warm person, so, like, I overheat really easily. So cotton is more breathable than all of, like, the other things that I wear. Yeah. I love cotton. Oh, and if anyone knows me, my favorite uh, sweater, my knit, my polo, that's cotton. My cargo pants, cotton. <laughs> my jeans, cotton. Erica, wrap it up. <laughs> that's everything I needed to say. Okay, so I hope you've enjoyed hearing about our favorite things this episode. Hope you got to know us a little bit better. And uh, also I got think to they definitely hear. Did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they definitely got to know us better. Also got to hear about some cool brands that you might want to go check out and some cool products and things that you might want to look at, buy maybe, or just like browse through and look at. But yeah, thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at where do we even start? And we'll catch you next Monday. Bye. Bye.